Hello, everybody, and welcome to the very first edition of Tuesdays with Corey. Real original name, I know. It's like, it's like you remember Tuesdays with Maury? It's like that, but it's, my name's, you get it. Okay, whatever. Anyways, uh... I love the fact that now every week we can count on the Sunday sermon because y'all know everything's been sort of random up until this point. It's like I put out a bunch of stuff a week, but there's never a like guaranteed day that it comes out because that's normally not how my creativity works. But Sunday sermon makes so much sense that I wanted y'all to also have at least another segment that you could count on on Tuesdays, and that is getting back to the storytelling uh, that really started this substack. So every Tuesday you will get a story, not like a park grant where it goes all over the place. I'm talking about a story that has a beginning, a middle, and an end. Some of these will be coming from my life. Some of these I will be making up. Uh, they, Some of them will be in purely audio form. Some of them will be in written form. But as always, the ones that are in written form will also be in audio form. Y'all know what we got going on around here. I thought this week it would be very fun to have a little fun and poke fun at the reason uh, for the actors and writers strike right now, which is AI, all right? Studios have it in their mind that they're going to use AI eventually to replace writers and stuff. So what I thought was, for this week's edition of Tuesdays with Corey, I would give AI a prompt and have them <laughs> write a story that we could then poke, poke holes in and make fun of. And then for next week's edition of Tuesdays with Corey, I will rewrite the prompt that I gave AI and you can decide which one's better. <laughs> which, guys, you better you you better lie and say mine was better. It will be, okay? It will be. Are y'all ready for the prompt that I gave AI? Here's the prompt that I gave AI for this very first story. All right. I said, write a story about a rogue Southern detective who fought in the Civil War, but now that the war is over, he solves crimes in the small town of Chickamauga, Georgia. He has a pet possum named Percy as his sidekick, and the chief of police, who is slightly overweight and drunk, is always getting in the way of our hero solving the mystery. All right, so there's the prompt that we gave AI. Let's see what they came up with. In the quiet town of Chickamauga, Georgia, where the echoes of the Civil War still lingered in the hearts of its inhabitants, a rugged and weathered figure named Ezekiel Zeke Sawyer emerged as the local hero everyone needed. Zeke had once been a fierce Confederate soldier fighting in the depths of the war, but now he waged a different kind of battle as a private detective. With a worn hat shaped with a worn hat shading his piercing blue eyes, Zeke patrolled the dusty streets like a lone wolf, seeking out mysteries to solve. His past experiences in the war had sharpened his instincts and honed his investigative skills. He may not have been adorned with fancy gadgets, but his, perspe but his perceptive mind and quick wit were his weapons of choice. At his side was Percy a loyal and scrappy possum he'd rescued during one of his investigations. Despite Percy's unconventional appearance, he proved to be an adept ally with an uncanny ability to sniff out clues that eluded even Zeke's seasoned senses. Percy's cleverness had saved them more times than Zeke cared to admit. 
Chief Amos Thornton, a rotund man with a permanent flush to his cheeks, was less than thrilled about Zeke's interference in his jurisdiction. Chief Thornton was often found at the local saloon nursing a drink while Zeke was out on the streets solving cases. To say they had a tumultuous relationship would be an understatement. One sweltering summer morning, Chickamauga awoke to a shocking scene. The town's beloved antique shop had been ransacked, and a priceless family heirloom, the Southern Star Diamond, was stolen. Zeke and Percy were immediately on the case, combing through the wreckage for any leads. Their investigations led them through the intricate threads of the town's history, a tapestry woven with secrets and vendettas that spanned generations. As Zeke pieced together the puzzle, Chief Thornton's bumbling attempts at assistance only made things worse and more complicated. He'd spill coffee on crucial evidence or accidentally release vital suspects, leaving Zeke to sigh in exasperation. But Zeke's determination never wavered. He tracked down old war comrades, piecing together stories that hinted at hidden motives. Through dusty journals and whispered rumors, he uncovered a tale of betrayal and redemption that ran deeper than the mines of Chickamauga. In a climactic showdown, Zeke and Percy cornered the cunning thief in an abandoned in <laughs> Zeke and Percy cornered the cunning thief in the abandoned mines. Chief Thornton, surprisingly sober and earnest for once, joined the fray, realizing the depths of Zeke's commitment to justice. Together, the unlikely trio faced down danger, each contributing their unique skills to bring the case to a close. As the truth unraveled, the stolen diamond was recovered and the thief was unmasked, a descendant of a rival family that had sought vengeance since the, since the Civil War. The town of Chickamauga celebrated the return of their prized possession and recognized Zeke, Percy, and even Chief Thornton for their contributions in restoring peace. With the case closed, Zeke continued to walk the streets of Chickamauga, hat tipped low, and Percy perched on his shoulder, ready to dive into the next mystery that would inevitably come his way. And though Chief Thornton remained as stubborn and disheveled as ever, he had gained a newfound respect for Zeke's dedication and was more inclined to support rather than hinder the detective's endeavors. In a town still healing from the scars of the past, Zeke Sawyer proved that even amidst conflict and turmoil, a different kind of hero could emerge. One who fought not with guns, but with a dogged determination to uncover the truth and bring justice to those who needed it most. Well, there you have it, folks. There's the AI story. And yeah, that sounds uh, about like how you'd figure a computer would write a story because a computer doesn't have human emotion and it doesn't have individual creativity. Like, this didn't sound like a story. It sounded like a pitch for a story. Does that make sense? Like, it sounds like if you had this idea, this is what you would say in an elevator to someone and then they would go okay uh now write the story how about that i think my favorite and by favorite i mean the most horrible and hilarious line in this whole thing was uh the start of paragraph two which says with a worn hat shading his piercing blue eyes a worn hat <laughs> like 
what other type of hat would you ever be talking about in a story? Like the only the only other type of hat besides a worn hat is an unworn hat. And who would ever just be describing? And on the couch there was a hat. It was unworn. Just of like this computer has every single descriptor at its disposal, and it goes with a worn hat. Also, we get the line. <laughs> we get the line here towards the end in a climactic showdown. Uh, in a climactic showdown, Zeke and Percy cornered the cunning thief into the abandoned mines. That's it. That's, hey, instead of uh, actually presenting a climatic showdown, let's just tell you that there was a climatic showdown. This is how a news reporter would say it when they've only got 90 seconds before they have to move on to like whoever won the church bake-off or whatever. There was a climatic showdown. Listen, what's the biggest rule in storytelling, AI computer? Show, don't tell. Don't tell me there was a GD climactic showdown. Show me that there was a climactic showdown. Uh, listen, I'm not going to say I don't like the pieces in here, but the pieces I, I like because they were my prompts. All right. So it is now time for me to get to work on an actual story about a rugged uh, detective from the Civil War who has a pet possum who solves crimes. That will be my homework this week so that we can really then get to what will probably officially be uh, Tuesdays with Corey. We're going to call this episode, this is a precursor, this is, uh, this is, this is the prologue, this is, we've got our prompt, alright? And I would also, uh, I would love to encourage people, I can't, I, obviously I might not be able to get to all of them, but like, if you've got a prompt for me, like, hey Corey, write a story about this, I will fucking give it a go, leave it in the comments, I think that will be uh, super fun. So stay tuned for next Tuesday on Tuesdays with Corey, where I write a story about a Civil War detective solving a crime. All right. <laughs> I'll see y'all later. Mm -hmm.